0: Hey guys, welcome back to Preview Podcast. This is Sarah. And Whitney. And we are in our holidays. So this is Hey Whitney Holiday Edition.
1: Hey, hey. Okay, you
0: ready? Yes. All right. Hey Whitney. My uncle and I have opposite views on politics in life. He'll always try to start an argument in front of a crowd of room. Any tips on how to avoid this? Seems like okay. uncle probably baits her, probably loves the big crowd. I'm going to assume this is Aunt Brenda's husband. I would say so. Okay. Yep.
1: So it's one of those, he is seeking it out. It's what I'm understanding he, by the way this is written. It
0: appears he's seeking controversy. He's yeah. seeking like polarization. He, he's seeking the trying drama. trying to
1: stir the pot. He it's wants It's not it. like they're talking and all of a sudden uh-uh. we're in a heated discussion. No. He kind of does it intentionally. It
0: seems like he knows her triggers or her mm-hmm. hot topics. And he will probably pounce over, you okay. know, the cranberry sauce. Got it. And let her try to... See see where she she goes gotcha
1: that's kind of what i was just i guess clarifying in that is making sure that he is intentionally doing this it's not just oh we had a conversation we've got differing opinions boom now we're in an argument it
0: really seems like this is a pattern
1: okay so with this is you know maybe jaded or not good as this may sound avoid him like make sure there is that physical space and distance Not saying you can't be civil, you can't say hello. Right. But depending on how, like, the layout of the house is, like, if you know that he's going to sit at the table that's in the kitchen, maybe you go sit at the table that's in the dining room, vice versa. Try to create that space as much as you can. Now, if he still pursues it and is very kind of intentional or intent with doing that, just say, you know what, Uncle Bob, I'm just really not okay talking about this right now. Let's just enjoy the holidays. Yeah. If he continues to do that, just say, okay, I know that you really want to talk about this. We need to find a time outside of the holidays to talk about it. If you keep pushing me, I'm going to leave because this is not how I want to remember Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it is. Right.
0: So just really set those physical boundary and then like conversation boundaries. Yeah. Just because someone says something to you, you do not have to respond. Correct, and that does not mean you're weak. You're actually stronger. You're exactly. not taking that bait.
1: You're you're picking your
0: battles. Uh huh. And that's okay. We all gotta pick our battles. Yeah. And especially in already a stressful season. Yep. And if you have kids, you're trying to get pregnant, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that extra on you already. You, that's right. I mean, in general, talk about religion, politics. Yeah. It's just sometimes best to like. Let's not add to it. Correct. When we've already have internal family issues, we don't need to just bring out exactly because so, people are so divisive now, and they're like
1: split. I hate to say it, like our devices have made us so confrontational and confident. Oh my with god, the, key, the keyboard
0: warriors, right?
1: Who are and like so? Chances are, Uncle Bob over here, he he probably really loves to get in the comments section on social media. Uh huh. He's got an opinion about everything. Uh And you know what? We can all have opinions. We can all have our opinions and our opinions may differ, but I can still be respectful.
0: Exactly. That's
1: all we're asking for is respect. And And if he's not willing to give that, then you can leave. Or I always say,
0: you know what? I really need to go grab a drink. Would you like one? I'll bring one back. You know, or to say, hey. Are you
1: slipping something in his drink, Sarah? I thought about it. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) The way you said that, I was like, what's coming back in that drink? (laughs) You know. You never
0: know what you got to do here. It's with, a surprise. It's a surprise. But you're going to be, and I think knowing that this is ahead, mm-hmm. it's good. And if you're listening to that, you're like, oh, I don't think I have to deal with that. Well, in yeah. case you ever do, you now know to set those That's boundaries right. and just say, hey, I want to enjoy this meal. Right. Let's have this conversation another day.
1: Exactly. Like we can set up a day and time and we can talk about it and we yeah. can be civil about it. Yeah. However... Christmas or Thanksgiving or Hanukkah get together like that's we're not not going to do that we're not going to do that and that's and also I don't want my kids to witness that
0: no and that's a thing like I
1: want my kids to see healthy conflict Uh healthy conflict resolution and problem solving I don't want them to see me and my uncle going head to head on something
0: and you like fix it a stable with a fork I mean we just don't need that
1: no. So,
0: I think that we're all going to probably encounter something. Oh, yeah, are yeah, yeah. already on edge during this season. I mean, road rage. Right. I mean, Oof. we're all at our tipping points. So, this is not surprising. Yeah. But I think she'll be good. Set your boundaries. And tell your uncle another day, another time. That's right. Okay. Hey, Whitney. My mother-in-law is insisting that my son, soon-to-be-born son, call her mom. No, ma'am. I wish I was kidding. She sees nothing wrong with it, and I know this will come up during holidays. Help me shut this down.
1: I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm a little floored just because, and I, I understand this as your mother-in-law wants your son, who's not born yet, to call her mom. Exactly. And not you, mom. Uh huh. I would just tell her that you understand that she wants to have her own special grandma name?
0: But mom That's ain't like, in but it. But
1: mom is not it, that you are mom. Uh-huh. And that if she wants to be momma,
0: uh-huh,
1: sure. Uh-huh. She can be grandmommy. I mean anything like that. But Gigi, what? Yeah, Gigi. My mom is honey. Grandmom, We got a nana. Like, just her being called mom is not okay. And here is one where I would actually get your husband to help you. Because I did see this. Where it talks about if there's conflict on your side of the family, you go address it. If there's conflict on your husband's side of the family, he goes and addresses it. And I really do agree with that because we do know our families better. We do. And so they are more likely to listen to us. We can have those conversations. We can have that reconciliation. So I would talk with your husband and say, you know what? I'm not okay with your mom being called mom by our kid, that's just not appropriate and have him come in and do that. Now, if she comes to you and says, oh, so-and-so said that you didn't want your son to call me mom, I don't see the issue with it. And that's where you may have to be firm and assertive, not mean, but firm and assertive and say, that's accurate. I am not okay with that. It goes beyond just a discomfort. Feels ancestral." Yeah. Well, and it's just, it's an overstepping of boundaries. It's inappropriate. And that, you know, if she wants a special grandma name, that's fine. But it's going to be a grandma name and not mom, mama, or mommy. Just, it's not. Uh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh-uh. I- Shut that down. And here's the thing. If it comes up after baby is born. Because you know it will. You know it will. Nip it in the bud then and there.
0: Yeah. You know. The only thing I had experience with this was my mother in law had said, "My baby, how is my yes. baby?" Yes. Oh, that drives me. And nuts. I said, "You're forty something, six foot seven baby." Eh. I said, "He's okay. You can call him." Yeah. And she's she's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "No, no, no. That's that's not your baby. That's my baby. No, correct. Your baby
1: is a grown man."
0: And she's like, "Oh, I didn't know you didn't like that." And I was like, "No." Nope. I don't like that. It didn't rub me the right way. Probably didn't handle it the right way. But,
1: you know. It is what it is now. It is
0: what it is. So, I think when it comes to your kid, you grew. You delivered. hmm You had the right for what that child mm-hmm. is around. What they call people. Who they see. And I think even goes to this. If she ain't gonna respect you. Yeah. Then... You a have problem. a right to say, if you're not going to respect my wishes and boundaries here, it puts pause to how we're going to continue this relationship.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because
0: then it goes into, it's a little thing, right? You may, she may be like, oh, it's just a name. But it's like, yeah. what's if your kid has an allergy later on? Right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I do not want her going to X because of this peanut butter allergy. And I yeah. know this is there. Correct. And she takes the kid. Or what if it's like, don't do X? Yeah. And she pushes it because she yeah. doesn't respect your boundaries. Yeah. So, start early and yeah. stand strong on that one and Godspeed, Fred, because... Yeah, that's, that's a terrible
1: a, situation to be in.
0: And your your husband needs to nip it.
1: Yeah. Get his help, get his support. Uh-huh. And mm. Yeah, and
0: other families should be saying, no, no, no.
1: No. Cause, and you can even say that, you know, you wouldn't want your mom no. to be doing that. Uh-uh. That way they understand that, you know, the playing field, it's even.
0: Yeah. Okay. No. All right. On to different one. Hey, Whitney, my baby's only two months old. I'm not ready mm-hmm. for her to be passed around or honestly in large crowds. Fair. Uh, any tips to navigate this? I mean, so we are at holidays and our babies that have just flu, been bored. season. RSV is, you know, it's NICU scary. babies. Even if you're not NICU, I mean, especially if we're early, we're compromised medically. Yeah. Germs, colds, you know, it's exactly. It's so much. So basically, a, a common cold to us it can, can be worse. kill mm-hmm. a baby. Oh yeah. So you're not being extreme. You're mm-hmm. not being whatever here. So. What I did is I just didn't go. I was was, about to say. I just didn't go. And I said my pediatrician mm -hmm. recommended we do not be around large crowds, in small spaces. You know, during COVID, we all had a good excuse. Mm -hmm. You know, we were ice lady. But then even after that, we still kind of hug on to that.
1: Yeah. And it depends on your comfort level. Like how big are the family get togethers? Is it you? your significant other, and like your parents. Yeah. Is that a crowd that you're comfortable enough with? Versus like 30 people. Exactly. It depends on your comfort level. So if it's a smaller of like six or less people, that's when you set the rules of you have to be well Uh for two weeks. Uh Do not kiss the baby. End of discussion. No wiggle room. Do not kiss my child. Do not uh-huh. kiss them on the face. Do not kiss them on the head. Don't kiss them on the back of the neck. Don't, don't kiss, kiss them on hands. the hands.
0: Because what do babies do? They put it in exactly. their mouth. Don't
1: kiss their feet. No. Nope. Because even if you have an older baby that can actually get foot to mouth, uh-huh. you don't want that to happen. No. Nope. Because they're still going to have a weaker immune system. Yep. So figure out, are you okay with a small get together? Set the boundaries of no kissing. Set the boundaries of you have to be well for two weeks. If you're going to hold the baby, you have to wash your hands. So say you have
0: to go. I did this trek with James. Yeah. You got to go. You don't want to go. Yeah. It's fine. Baby wear.
1: Oh, yes. Put mm-hmm. that baby on you. Yeah. Get you a good or a good carrier. And so like,
0: because people see babies and their instinct is to grab, oh. it's to touch. Drives me nuts. Especially older generations. They want to hold the baby, pass the baby, you know. I remember I had somebody tell me, oh, we've passed all your cousins' babies. And I'm just like, that's... It's different. It's different. It's great. Fine. But you're not mine. And also, I'm a different person. I'm Uh not them. Uh Uh-huh. So, I baby wore. And it just was like... I did have people be like, are you going to take him out? And I was like, no. No. No, I'm not. I don't have to. And if you're out in public, I will say this is a trick, too. If you keep on the car seat, you baby wear, they make these little signs. You can make your own. Oh, yeah. That says, do not touch...
1: Your germs are too germs big are for too me. Germs are too big
0: for me. Put that aside because yeah. people people are crazy. They'll yeah. come out in public and try to touch your baby. I mean, now, just I like when you're you pregnant, got, they'll try yes. to touch your belly and they don't know Thank you. Thank God weird. for COVID
1: in some ways because that was one thing. My first baby was not uh, a COVID baby. Uh-huh. And I remember vividly being at the grocery store and this old lady came and just started rubbing my belly. Isn't Didn't, it weird? It is because yeah. I don't know that lady. Still to this day, don't know her name. And I just looked at her and I said, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I just can't help myself. I said, well, you need to. It's called a physical boundary. Exactly. No one asked you to do this, especially me, because I hated people touching my stomach. I had patients
0: do that when I was still
1: bedside nursing pregnant. And I remember
0: one day I specifically stepped way back because I saw his hand. Uh And he's like, I just need to feel your aura. And I said, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. And I. my aura. And I. So I said, excuse me. And I stepped out of the room. And I brought back one of my male co-workers and I was like, you're just going to be here present for this because we've already, I said, you're not going to touch me. Yeah. And if you do it again, then I remove myself from this situation.
1: It was wild. Yeah. But then COVID hit and no one touched my belly in Uh public. And then we had one of those little canopies that went over Everybody the car Everybody loves seat. little canopies.
0: In the winter, and it's great. Now, in the summer, babies can overheat. Yeah, I was about to
1: say, I wouldn't. Well, um, she was an August baby. But if I'm in the store with the stroller, yeah. nobody would just come up and lift the canopy. But if I didn't have the canopy, they would peak, they, they would, would get all up in uh-huh. there. And so if it is a temperature controlled, canopies are a great way to kind of have that physical barrier for so many reasons.
0: I mean, you just cannot assume people have COVID sense no no, no. Especially when don't. It go, we I can mean, assume
1: they don't have it
0: uh-huh so don't feel bad set your boundaries baby where if you have to go say no blame it on your pediatrician mm-hmm. if it's your husband's family your boyfriend's family your partner's family have them say yeah we're not okay
1: with this we have to protect our baby it is
0: RSV season we're not comfortable with that mm-hmm. we will catch y'all and the new year.
1: Or, you know, again, break it down into smaller groups. If we'll FaceTime okay you. Yeah. Well,
0: whatever. Yeah. I mean, I would just say no. that however you handle it, you ain't wrong. Correct. So, and if someone has an issue with that, that's all them, not you. Yes. So do what's best for your baby because no one else is going to do what's best for you and your baby but you. Okay. Hey, Whitney, I have a hard time saying no. Holidays, I find myself running everywhere and realize I'm not serving anyone or myself any <laughs> people please or help?
1: Apparently I submitted this question. Did we write this? I did. Okay. Yeah, apparently. I, I could tell her about her childhood too, if she would like, but
0: we'll, <laughs> we won't go. Well, that's another podcast. We'll broadcast. save that.
1: That's a different uh-huh. episode. So I feel this because I do have a hard time saying no. I am a people pleaser. I know that. We both are. I mean, I, I'm, I'm well aware of my faults with that. We so, try to work on it. Yeah, working on it. It's, it's progress over perfection right uh-huh. now so with this, ask yourself, do you really have the capacity to do something? Do you have the physical and mental capacity and energy to do something? Now I get it if it's at work and you're given another assignment, that's kind of a different ballgame. If we're looking at extras like Christmas parties, can you do a PTO thing? Can we bring this and this and this? Or stuff like that, ask yourself, do you have the capacity for it? Uh-huh. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Do you want to do this? If you don't, don't. I can tell you how the thing is I did last season.
0: I was like, I don't want to
1: do. Uh-huh. And when my husband was at a church as a youth minister, I felt like they owned our calendar for the month of December. Yeah. It was miserable. Yeah.
0: Well, the schools own your calendar, you know, mm-hmm. in that whole, this whole month and between Early dismissals, class parties, yeah. plays. All the things. All the things. Work parties. And heaven parties. forbid we get notice. Yeah. No. No. So, you know, feeling, saying no feels yeah. really hard at first. It is hard. Because it's a guess like how we're grade. Yeah.
1: But again, ask yourself, yep. do you want to do this? Do yeah. you have the capacity for it mentally and physically? Think of it almost like a budget. Yeah. Okay, if you have a budget, let's just say you're going to go buy a new car. Your budget is $25,000. Let's not go looking into the 50,000s. Okay, exactly. Why in the world are you going to go look at this top of the line luxury vehicle that's $75,000? You don't have the means for it. And so ask yourself the same thing when it comes to holidays and going and doing. Do you have the means for it? Do you want to do it? If the answer to either of those is no, then just say, I'm so sorry. We can't make it. I appreciate the invitation. Yep. You don't always owe somebody an explanation. You could just say, we can't make it.
0: We have a conflict. Exactly. And that's.
1: And that's okay. That's
0: okay. Because we can't be all things to all people. No, and guess what? Everybody's going to have a conflict during this time. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but they are. And that's fine. And also, like, your conflict could be your mental health hmm So that's,
1: that's okay. It might make your anxiety go through the roof. There are some situations, there are the
0: holidays that for sure make my anxiety go through the roof. Oh, yeah. That I'm just like, I don't want to do this. No. So you don't have to. So the first thing is looking at yourself, looking at mm-hmm. budget, your mental health, your time, your abilities. hmm And then realize saying no is okay. Exactly. Saying no to something is actually saying yes to something Better. correct yes so if that need, if you need to reframe it and be like oh this no feels so negative right like you know rest
1: well and especially in the south we're always taught to be there for others to serve uh-huh. others to do all the things but you and it. so no doesn't feel like something we can do we don't feel empowered uh-huh. to say it and do it but remind yourself again if you don't have the capacity for it You are allowed to say no. And the more that you say no and recognize your own personal boundaries, Uh the more empowered you will be to say no in the future. It'll
0: get easier. I mean, it really will. It's like you got to put your mask on before you help others. Right. So you're saying yes to you having a better you. You're better for your kids, your spouse, your work, whatever. Exactly. So reframe. And it takes progress. The holidays are hard. We all feel under pressure. Okay. Last one. Hey, Whitney. Holidays are always triggering to me after my oldest was born on Christmas Day in a traumatic fashion. I noticed the whole lead up. I fell off and no one understands it. And I get this. This um, is hard. I feel. That I still feel this way. I've been open about this about my kids' birthdays, right? And then everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, they're turning older. What you guys exactly. do?" Exactly. And like, I'm just like, "Gosh, it's a really hard time for me." It is. Yeah. So I can't imagine for like, a, you know, Christmas, where it's in your face. It's in your face, and it's in your face for so long. People start playing Christmas music after Halloween.
1: Oh, that drives me
0: nuts. You know, here comes the lights. Here comes the Christmas, and this mom. What have probably, I mean, it's her best day, but worst day of her life. Yeah. I've taken it, her or her child probably almost died.
1: Yeah. It sounds like that. The things were very imminent. Uh-huh. And so to this mom, you really need to give yourself time to grieve. Yeah. Because that labor and delivery didn't go how you thought it would. It didn't. If there was, you know, near-death experiences, you do need to grieve that. You need to grieve that maybe your child has health complications now after delivery or a developmental delay or that Christmas doesn't, Christmas always feels kind of tainted or stained yeah. because of this. So give yourself time to grieve. Christmas doesn't always have to be happy and joyful the way it's honestly marketed to be. It is marketing. Let's go back to it. It this is. is. This
0: is a marketing, this is a consumer-driven It's all about propaganda. money. Yeah. To us to feel expectations mm-hmm. of perfection and for us to make the magic. That we got to go big, uh-huh. go all out. It's a marketing scheme that social media has taken to the hundredth factor.
1: So to this mom, I mean, definitely during the month of December, but very specifically on Christmas Eve, uh-huh. Christmas Day. I, as I know we have a million things going on here. Here I am adding to your to-do list. But I really need you to get up like 10 to 20 minutes before you think your kids are going to get up. I need you to take that time to grieve, Uh to process, to cry. You know that it's a hard day anyway. There's already going to be the sensory overload, there's going to be overstimulation, there's going to be all the things. Yeah. So give yourself 10 to 20 minutes of quiet to process that. Uh You desperately need to process that.
0: Because I mean, I can tell you from personal experience, if you don't process it, it will constantly come up. And Absolutely. I've processed it. I did EMDR therapy for trauma. I mean, I had traumatic verse, and I still, you know, your body doesn't forget. So like, it's even like you feel more tense, you carry mm-hmm. that and seek out professional help. Absolutely. Uh, I would say if you're not in therapy, get in therapy. Yeah. schedule your therapist leading up right after oh, yeah. and it don't expect other people to get it because they don't they um and i think i looked for validation for how i felt from other people mm-hmm. who had no idea what i experienced yeah.
1: and it felt from very, people who couldn't give you that empathy and validation it felt
0: really shameful and dismissive and it wasn't their intentions yeah
1: no not it wasn't
0: all. it just they couldn't relate so you're going to have to go through this process. Yeah. And, uh, and
1: it's not a pleasant one. No. But we can call a spade a spade. You can be prepared that it's not going to be pleasant. Yeah. Take that expectation off yourself that you're going to sail through the holidays unaffected by this. Yeah, you... I think but he, you should be affected. That's he, how could you not? Because exactly. if you're
0: not, then I'm going to say there's something bigger at play yes. that we haven't addressed. Yeah. So just know too, And I think now I'm at a point where I know... Certain dates are going to be hard for me. Mm -hmm. My family knows. um, My friends know. And that's okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's
0: okay. Like I've accepted it. I don't try to make it go away. Right. But I've done the work and, you know, I I never forget going through the trauma therapy. It felt like reliving the trauma because you do in the process. So you almost I I get the hesitation because you don't want to go through it again because it was so bad. Exactly. But you have to go through it to put it away. So, again, seek out help, take time for yourself, call us fame for what it is. It's a hard season. And it doesn't even just have to be a traumatic birth. Like, it could be the death of someone. It could be a divorce. It could be Mm -hmm. an anniversary of anything that was a car wreck. It could be –
1: Exactly. You remember
0: hospital admission. Something for your childhood.
1: Absolutely.
0: Holidays or just that highlight it. doesn't
1: look or feel like how you thought it would. Because honestly, when we get uh, older and we realize that we're the magic makers, yes. sometimes we get a little jaded with Christmas and we don't enjoy it like we did when we were kids. Yeah, because we're we're
0: the ones we're doing, doing it. it. So all these are valid and we're all gonna go through something similar. So we hope this, hey Whitney, is insightful, helpful, keeps it at us questions. You guys can DM us on Instagram, our premium mobs. You have a direct link to Hey Whitney on every email and inside your dashboard. So till next time, guys.
1: Merry Christmas,
0: y'all. Maternal mental health is as important as physical health. The Preview Alliance podcast was created for and by moms dealing with postpartum depression and all its variables like anxiety, anger, and even apathy hosted by CEO founder Sarah Parkhurst and licensed clinical social worker Whitney Gay each episode focuses on specific issues relevant to pregnancy and postpartum join us and hear how other moms have overcome mental health challenges as well as access tips and suggestions on dealing with your own challenges as moms you can also browse our podcast library and listen to previous episodes at any time please know you're not alone on this journey we're here to help